Hey there, thanks for tuning in. Before we get started, we want to thank our sponsor, Backlot Studio and Workspace. Backlot is located in a beautiful, repurposed historic warehouse in the near south side of Fort Worth. Backlot has designed their co-working spaces with the creative professional in mind. With your Backlot membership, you'll find yourself working among other talented individuals that work with digital agencies, production companies, and independent films right here in the DFW area. In addition to private workspaces and a co-working lounge, you'll get access to shared amenities such as call booths, conference rooms, and a 4,000 square foot soundstage that is perfect for filmmaking, photography, and events. Get more information and schedule a tour online at backlotfw.co. You're listening to Gather, a podcast by Fort Worth Locals about the people and businesses that make up our city. We're your host, Javier. And I'm Matthew. Today, we are speaking with Amy and Shasta of Art Tooth. Art Tooth was founded in 2016 and is a nonprofit organization that serves artists in the community by providing them with the resources necessary to grow and expand their craft. Uh, We're glad to have Amy and Shasta with us here today to talk about Art Tooth. But before we get into that, uh, I think we want to know a little bit about who you both are. Uh, Amy, can you start us off? Tell us a little bit about who you are. Um, My name is Amy Cardoso. Um, I am the executive director of Art Tooth. Um, I also happen to work at the Modern Art Museum of Fort Worth. Been there for about six years. Um, It's a fantastic place. Uh, I learned a lot from them. Um, And I'm an artist as well. I'm an oil painter. Um, so I've done shows in Dallas and Fort Worth, um, and previously I've shown work in Pennsylvania, but that's just because I went to college there. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it about me. Um, I'm not super interesting, so (laughs) your turn, Shasta. (laughs) (laughs) Um, hi, I'm Shasta. I work at a million places. I feel like I work part-time for Holland Collective and Cafe Modern, and we'll spend a lot of time running Art Tooth. And um, I'm also an artist. I do pop culture and analysis um, as my art form. And I'm also a mom. And I've known Amy from working at the Modern. I started working at the Modern in 2010, um, working both in the cafe. And I had the unique opportunity to work also at the info desk. Um, And so that's how part of where Art Tooth started. That round desk, guys. (laughs) Watch it. The donut. Yeah, the donut. So, um, yeah. Sweet. So you guys, uh, Art Tooth started around 2016, as mm-hmm. you mentioned. Um, for those who don't know what Art Tooth is, kind of give a little background into what you guys do. So we are an artist-run collective that collaborates with businesses and galleries throughout Fort Worth to uh, make opportunities for other artists, including gallery shows, um taking other patrons around two galleries and workshops and classes for artists. And then a bunch of little random things like critiques and that kind of thing. So, and we've been doing that. Um, we've been doing that since 2016 and we've now done about 70 events. So. That's a lot of events. Yes. In just a couple of years. <laughs> uh, so way back in 2015, Way, way back, uh, a couple of things were happening. Artists were independently putting on their own shows, and this was kind of like the beginning of something. 
um, here and specifically in Fort Worth. How did that lead to Art Tooth being formed? So in 2014, the exhibitionist? I think it was 15. 2015, Amy and Dee... Lara, who was one of our founders, um, decided to put on a show called Exhibitionist where they brought, um, they invited artists that worked at any of the three main museums and also Sid Richardson um, to put on a big show at Shipping and Receiving that ended up being 60 plus artists. Uh, 62, yeah, and 153 pieces of work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then um, at the same time, so there's like the long history of, of pop-up shows that have started at shipping and receiving. Um, and so before that, Bobby on Drums had done shows there. And then we, Amy ended up helping them out with one of those shows later. And then right after Exhibitionist, I guess like a year after, um, they did the 100 for 100 show. Mm -hmm. And Dee and I helped put that together on the behind the scenes um and so that's when sometime after that we realized that we all liked working together and we were doing the same kind of thing so we all came together to form art tooth all right what what is it about other than you so you liked each other but what was it about each of you that made you want to get started on an organization together I think we all had a passion, you know, we, we were all artists ourselves and we were all kind of realized, you know, we, we don't, I mean, there are tons of places in Fort Worth. There are a lot of, I mean, it's tons. There are galleries here in Fort Worth that are fantastic, but there's not enough galleries for the amount of artists that are here and that are taking it very seriously and trying to get shows out there. And so, I mean, we took it upon ourselves to kind of make it happen. And we were all, we're all very much driven and go-getter kind of people. And we know a lot of friends and, you know, I feel like we all just collaborated really well together and we were able to talk to our friends that, you know, were kind of um, entrepreneurs and starting up businesses. And it just was this really great relationship where everyone was kind of working together for the greater good of Fort Worth and for the Fort Worth art scene. Um, and we each have our own strengths, you know, um, like on one hand we have people that are really organized and then we have other people that are less organized but are really good at you know installing a show and so we all kind of have these balances where we work together and our strengths really play off of each other and I thought it was um a really interesting way of bringing together like kind of two different parts of Fort Worth um the Bobby on drum guy guys um Brandon and Jay and Jeremy Joel um they had you know, the south side, that area. And then we have all these people from the museum um, side of things of Fort Worth. They're like, you know, because from working at the Modern for so long, we just know a lot of different artists who come to the Tuesday night lectures regularly. Um, and then I think we both, mainly we had a passion for just providing a space for artists who wouldn't necessarily feel welcome in certain areas or even mainly they just they just needed that like first push that right. first show where you sit where you're like I don't even know I've never been in a show and then we're like no it's cool we'll f you know just be in the show like Amy and Dee did that to me they were like you know mm -hmm. you should make something and I was like what? you know like and then and then I was like then they Dee really was like no, really, you have to make something. And I was like, okay, fine. And then I like ended up starting this like huge project that I continued working on. And I just needed that 
for you know the first person to say like no this is a space for you we want you to be involved and so i feel like that's what we keep trying to do for other artists in the city in the first days of art tooth there were six co-founders um what was it like to co-run an organization among six people and how did y'all make that dynamic work between y'all? Or did it work? <laughs> I was like, I was going to say chaotic was my first, um, the first word that comes to mind. I mean, it was, yeah, it was definitely like the first couple years was a lot of like us all saying like us kind of picking up any opportunity came to us and also each of us had different kind of things we wanted to do. Um, and then different people we brought into the circle of like, people we could connect with, um, which I thought that part was always really interesting. Um, and yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, we all had, like I said before, we all had our own strengths. And so it was, it took really, that first year was great, but we did so many projects and it was really hectic. And, you know, we were each able to kind of figure out who worked what well, you know, and kind of be like, okay, well, you're good at this. So you're going to do this task and you're going to do this and you're going to do this task. Um, and so it did take a while, but we kind of fleshed it out. And then of course, as relationships are organic and as businesses as organic, um, you know, it was people, you know, were able to get shown or, you know, uh, repped by galleries. And so they ended up dropping off, but they still are very, you know, supportive and stuff. So we, I mean, even though it went from six to three, we are still very much working with those other three people. They're just kind of temporary now. For sure. Like Brandon is probably the, Brandon Peterson is the one that we definitely is kind of like our on-call Art Tooth member still. <laughs> We're like, hey, we have, we need a giant entryway. What are you doing in April? You know? <laughs> yeah. So, like we'll get with him and like design a project and then of course, you know, have him pay for it and everything. So that's a big thing of ours too, is making sure artists get paid um, in the city. So. Um, so Art Tooth has gone in, in just a couple of years, has had a lot of change. Um, there was early on a lot of chaos, as you were saying, six people all trying to co-run something. I mean, two people trying to co-run something is crazy. Mm -hmm. Six people is insane and you're still going. So something happened to get where you are now. Um, can you tell us about like, what was that, that moment where you went from chaos to where you are now? Um, so, um, I'm not sure like the exact timeline, but at one point, Amy and we ended up saying, okay, Amy is the director. Amy makes the final decisions. And then we also, by the second year, we had the, um, what's the word? Like the, we were, the ability to say no <laughs> was really the main, the main um, impetus for us kind of taking a step back and saying okay let's streamline what we want to do let's figure out what we're good at you know the first two years we were we did everything and then we figured out okay here are the things that we're good at and let's focus on doing those events again or replicating those partnerships elsewhere with other businesses and then um, also Ariel had joined the board Ariel Davis and she actually ended up because board members aren't really supposed to like do work. So <laughs> she ended up like working and helping us with a lot of things. And so we ended up actually moving her off of the board and she became um, one of the 
core three of us now are the ones who run everything. So yeah, it was a lot of like making space and deciding like, okay, we cannot be on art tooth 24 hours a day. Let's find some. Yeah. It was like the fall of 2017 um, where we kind of sat down. We were like, okay, we need to reorganize and reprioritize, you know, what we're doing and making sure that um, what we're doing is what, aligns with our mission and that we're giving time for ourselves. Cause we, like we said earlier, you know, art tooth is really our, I mean, it's another full-time job, but it's our passion project in a way. Cause we all have families. We all have jobs. Like this is our extra job that we're just giving time to because we really believe in it. And Shasta, um, you got really sick at one point. Yeah. Um, how did that change art oh, tooth? Yeah. That, yeah, that I was into. Right. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, that happened too. Um, yeah, there was also in the, in the time right before Amy became co or became director. Um, I actually had previously in the middle of our year had an emergency appendectomy, and then I didn't take time to heal from that, and ended up making myself sicker. And so um, right before I was like, I think I have to take like a huge step back. And that's when that's when Amy stepped up and sort of took took the reins of like I'm gonna be in charge and figure out like which projects we work on, and then um, I was completely incapable of taking a huge step back, and I still like kind of was <laughs> meddling. Um, and then after I, um, you know, I, I took time for myself and um, still jumped back in in full force after full force. Yeah. The only so. way Shasta does. <laughs> I definitely was like on my couch out, out of work. For, I mean, not working for a month and still like reading all about Murakami for our meet me at the modern thing and like coming up with games. Like yeah. I still was like, what can I do while I'm just sitting though? It was awesome. <laughs> like I can't not be doing something. So, um, yeah. So that's when we were like, okay, here's our boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And Amy, how did you juggle that when uh, Shasta went down? Uh, it was pretty rough um, initially just because that was when a lot of things were changing too. It was also kind of right when we, um, you know, added Ariel on board. And so we were trying to figure out what her strengths were as far as being a staff member and what she was going to juggle um, with me kind of when Shasta was on the back burner. Um, and we had a lot of projects that were kind of up in the air that we were trying to solidify and everything. So, um, it was, it was, uh, it was a rough couple of months, but, um, you know, as Shasta said, she, she still wasn't involved. I mean, it, it definitely wasn't as much as, you know, she puts on now, but it was helpful cause I mean, I would still talk to her on the phone and we would still go over things, you know, but, um, it, it was definitely, uh, an eye opener to like how much people put into the project and, how much we need certain people and really need them to succeed. So, yeah. So basically when Shasta was in surgery, you were like, Hey, we need some help. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I went and saw her, like, I think it was a few days later when she was still on the couch and she still had her stitches in and everything. And I was just like, Oh my baby. <laughs> oh. But I tried to leave her alone as much as I could, but she is like my sister. So it was hard. <laughs> So what, what is it that you have done? What are the practical things that make Art Tooth run now better than before? Because I know you were talked about like you've streamlined things, you made it more efficient. Like what 
can you take us through what that looks like? Um, CCing emails. <laughs> Have you heard of Reply All? Yeah, no, that, that and then um, we actually have like a massive folder that we all utilize in Google Drive. And so we do like all of our notes in there. So we are all on the same page because we can't all three make every meeting all the time. And so that helps a lot because then they're like, hey, like what, what did y'all talk about? And I don't have to sit there and be like, oh my gosh, here's my journal. I'll figure it out. Like you can just be like, oh, it's in Google Drive. And then it's like, you go find it. Um, Google Drive is like yeah. the most important business tool. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> and uh, But it's also, I feel like there's a few different things that we have been doing them for, you know, like there's the gallery night. We have a gallery night party bus where we collaborate with Black House and take people to different galleries throughout gallery night. This year was the sixth time we've done it, I think. And, um, and so it's kind of like every time we do anything, we come back to it and we say um okay what were the things that ran correctly what are the things we could improve on what you know we need to have this done by this day we need to have the facebook event post up by this day and sort of streamlining um the deadlining having having sort of deadlines of and and having like the process always laid out like first we're Amy's gonna make the banner and then I'm gonna put the blurb together and that's like knowing that those are exactly like um kind of like a what is it called with the thing (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm like totally ruining this take (laughs) no when you're like okay there's like I love Lucy and she's on the oh the vitamin to vegemin thing no oh the um I know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're just gonna cut this whole thing out <laughs> no the machine conveyor belt conveyor belt <laughs> yeah that's the word so i like, wish all I you people could watch shasta right now as she's making this motion <laughs> her hands are going everywhere <laughs> you know, the thing and you build the thing and then like and then the thing and the thing charles yeah. dickens was like yeah kids we're can't very much like a conveyor belt now because like <laughs> we figured out like what works in every single like event like it doesn't matter what event like none of us take charge on one event anymore because we used to do that we used to be like okay this is your event but that gets confusing because then you're like well this last one I didn't do that so why am I doing it now so it gets just like weird so now we all have our own like every single thing we each do this so it's really helped out cool uh, oh sorry go ahead oh sorry stepping on your feet then. you're fine um so we know a little bit about the, the organizational part but what is it what does our tooth look on the front end like what what events do you guys plan out or how do you decide on what show to put on and, and, and things? Hmm. Okay. Well, okay. Um, so what we do as far as like, what kind of shows do we end up doing? So we, the different kinds of things we do are gallery exhibits, um, pop-up exhibits, which pop-up exhibit meaning like it's only for one day or one weekend um, or one night. Um, And that's usually when we do like fundraising, have it like concerts and DJs. Um, We also do workshops and we have currently we're the first artist and resident artist collective in residence at fourth community arts center. Um, So that has been nice because that's given us a space to host workshops. Um, We did a framing workshop with Brandon, photography workshop, and um, and then they have given us gallery space every, you know, not all the time, but like I think maybe four times this year. And then we help them um, organize their art aid um, event, which is where there's a several just like lectures from artists and gallery owners and it's that like kind a big of thing. educational workshop 
um, which I mean, we, we have a focus on education in the sense that we are helping artists and like a lot of artists don't necessarily know how to do everything cause we're all learning. I mean, that's what we are too. We're always learning. So, um, education is important, but yeah, as far as the shows, we luckily, you know, we plan out everything in January, like pretty much for the year what we want to get done. Um, there are always well, we plan. Sure. Uh, we yeah. plan what we like know for sure we're gonna do, yeah. and then and then there's things sneak pop in. up pretty regularly. But yeah, but we always with the like idea of what can we do that's going to bring attention to new artists in the city. Mm-hmm. I guess that's like the main like checking in on that being our goal. And now we've started um, spending more time working on bringing. Uh, patrons to see the artist so we just started a series of chef and artist mixers um where we'll pick like three artists and then one local chef and have a little like mixer get together um just so those artists have a chance to in a more intimate setting have discussions with people who might buy their art and so because even at all these pop-up shows and big gallery exhibits you still don't get to like actually meet the artist and and meeting and talking to buyers and meeting artists is kind of like why people buy art sometimes because yeah. <laughs> so and then that's also why um we still do the or we do the gallery night bus is to show people the different spaces we try to take them to some of the places they would everybody goes to like Fort Works Art and Community Arts Center and then take them out to galleries they wouldn't necessarily know about um like the TCU gallery I feel like is sort of hidden but has some of the most dynamic exhibits in the city yeah uh I'm I'm pulling an audible here Javier so you've been talking about uh the art bus can you that's one of your big events now that happens twice a year um, do you want to dig into that more? Because that, to me, that's one of the main things that the public sees Art Tooth doing. Um, so I'd love. So you you gave like a brief overview. Can you give us like a little like history of how Art Art or Art Bus started and where it's at now? So <laughs> <laughs> Amy keeps pointing at me to explain. Well, everything. Shasta's idea. So um, I'm so letting her talk. Well, about it's uh, me and Jay and Jay and Noel and Sarah, who so Noel and Sarah Viramontes own the Black House, um, and we all came up with the idea at Taco Heads. I don't. I remember that day. I don't know what happened with that conversation, but anyways, um, because I remember what again and talking about spaces for people. I remember when. It, I first moved here and I kind of gallery night seemed really cool, but I wasn't sure if, you know, it was going to be super awkward, like do go into these galleries and like, is there going to be like nobody there? And they're going to be like staring at me. So um, then we were like, Hey, let's just like get a bus and take like 50 people. And like, you can't feel nervous about going into a space when you have like 49 other people with you. Um, And so, and then we were like, and also let's have a party after. And so we had this, like, we actually had an artist do an installation at Fort Worth Black House, Sean Miller, and then um, started the bus, went to five different stops on the gallery night list, and then came back to Black House and had a DJ and had a big party and like, 300 people came and it was crazy and so now we've just been perfecting that we're at two buses um and then we this last weekend we had was it last weekend 
<laughs> this last weekend we had uh, the after party and we had three DJs and a hip hop act and all these, you know, beer sponsors and and it was just like a huge meeting of people after gallery night and we went to six stops. Mm-hmm. And the Kimball and Magdalenas are the bus sponsors now, which I think is really significant that um, in our we're in our third year and people are starting to notice what we're doing as far as like movers in the city and um, acknowledge and help support us. For those who don't know what Gallery Night is, can you explain a little bit about what that is? Oh, okay. So in the 70s, I believe, um, William Campbell Gallery and the other galleries throughout Fort Worth um, started something called the Fort Worth Art Dealers Association, and they twice a year in spring and the fall have a gallery night where all the galleries stay open until nine, as opposed to the normal, you know, I, most galleries are like ten to five, um, and it's open to anybody and anybody. And there's a list of twenty six galleries that they put out every year, and anybody can go and visit them. So we narrow that down to six stops so but and that's also like we've been able to be in there as a pop-up at different locations um that we've part we usually have a show somewhere on gallery night art tooth this year it was at community arts center and last year we did a photography show at clear fork and at uh, west seventh west seventh i mean oh crap (laughs) (laughs) and then the fall we're gonna have an exhibition at artist de la rosa which will be really fun so um, I, I feel like, and I haven't experienced it yet myself, sadly, I keep talking about going and it just isn't happening and I feel terrible, but the bus itself is a party, right? Um, and again, sadly, I have not yet experienced this myself, but it seems amazing. Tell us what happens on the bus. <laughs> Well, it's what just, happens on the bus stays on the uh, bus. No. <laughs> it's a great way for people who all, you know, love art to just kind of meet each other and, you know, network. And, um, yeah, it's fun. I mean, Chelsea can attest. She's the big planner of the bus. So I'm also the DJ. Oh, yeah, she's our bus the DJ. hype man. Mm-hmm. Um, Noelle's uh, the, my co-hype man. Yep. So, yeah, I d- I've done a lot of dancing through the bus um, yeah yeah because we have so we'll have a cooler and so we offer people it's four beverages and so we it's like when you go to a brewery and you you pay for it and you get four drinks or whatever so it's that kind of system so people and then we have snacks <laughs> gummies but yeah and we always end up singing bohemian rhapsody at the end we do <laughs> it's it becomes a uh uh was uh oh my gosh karaoke that's oh. a word <laughs> Oh, I hadn't heard about that yet. I mean, oh, like man. the last two like uh, little drives. It's like the secrets. Now everyone knows the okay. secret. Yeah. But there's always a sing-along on the bus. It's great. Towards right. the end. Yeah. This year I got a mic. So what? that was awesome. It was intense. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Audible that I pulled earlier, you mentioned that there are new developments happening with Art Tooth. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, t- tell us about this. We're excited. Um, so, uh, we had a little teaser on our Instagram a couple weeks ago, but, um, for those of you that are familiar with, um, Southside and the micro park, you may have been driving along and seen the, on South Main and seen the once green shipping container is now our tooth pink. Dun, dun, dun. Um, 
they have graciously um, offered that to us to do like little small exhibitions. And so we are in the process of working on a mural for that. And then we'll have an exhibition here in the next couple of weeks. Um, We're working on that right now, which is exciting. And there's, and also we are going to partner with visit Fort Worth to create a, the entrance for Fortress Festival. Yep. That's also going down. Yeah. Um, And then also Bass Hall has invited us to have a big show uh on the bass hall stage and we'll probably bring 10 plus artists to that um and so that's an exciting for that uh, a place like bass hall um is noticing what we're doing and wants to bring our energy into that space so and in two and a half weeks we have our next art chef mixer which we mentioned and it's going to be at magdalena's um, and they have a new event space, so we're going to get to be in there. When we're also, uh, we have so many things. Now I'm starting to get a little th- <laughs> talking. But in May, the table is going to be a new um, yes. chef space with Howe and Dina Peterson, who was formerly the head chef at Cafe Modern. Um, and that's where our chef mixer is going to be in May. So, right. Lots of good that's things all. coming. That's a lot of, a lot of good things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well that's only that's like just june. until june <laughs> yeah like that's like the next two months man <laughs> yeah um so we've heard about you know what you guys how you guys started what you guys are working on um where do you hope to see art tooth develop in the future Ooh, that's a loaded question i mean right now we're really trying to focus on um grants Um, because we can't, I mean, as stupid as it is, like we can't run without funding. Um, and so we want to, it's pretty valid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's um, that's a valid goal. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I don't know. I, I love the idea that we don't have our own gallery space. We don't have to pay overhead. You know, we are this floating enigma and I love it. And so, I mean, ideally I would love to kind of continue that, but, um, I mean, especially with this uh, shipping container that we have on our side now, I think that's going to be kind of fun because it's still kind of this, it's not like a grounded space. It's more, it's yeah. still just it's like permanent uh, without being permanent. Exactly. Um, so I would love to continue, you know, honestly what we're doing, um, keep working with businesses. We, we've kind of taken a turn um, to working with a lot of businesses like, you know, and, and then of course the city. Um, and we're also working with the city of North Richland Hills right now. Um, on a project so I think it's important for us to kind of maybe see how we can make something bigger on that kind of scale so I don't know yeah I think that we have um, now as far as our future we have the unique opportunity of the places in the city recognizing all of our hard work and and so they I think that opens up the city to listen to us and us to say like here's what artists need and try to make that change I guess that would be my ultimate goal would be saying okay what is what is it that Fort Worth actually needs to continue to support artists which is residencies funding Mm -hmm. um, continuing to ensure that artists are paid for anything that they do not just you know exposure Um, and so we can be the bridge between artists and the people in the city making important changes. For sure. That's all. Wonderful. So (laughs) there are so many things happening. How do people know what you're doing? Well, you can go and subscribe to our website. 
or Instagram. We usually, uh, Instagram and Facebook. I mean, that's our big thing is making sure that everything's on Instagram and Facebook, mostly social media. Are you putting together like events on Facebook? Like the, I forget. And our, I mean, all of our events are on our website as well. So okay. we have a calendar of events. Um, we do a monthly newsletter um, that we send out, um, you know, and so. But yeah, we are very active on uh, social media. We try to be very active because <laughs> we are very active, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> well, and there are only three of you. You can only do so much. Mm-hmm. But we do have interns now. Oh, we have interns oh yeah, that's also year. development. <laughs> it's really exciting. They're amazing. We, we love too. our interns. It's Ayana and Liz. Liz and it's Ayana. We love you. And then we have <laughs> so like, much. And then we still, I mean, I say, you know, it's not run by a bunch of artists, but we definitely like Kim Cecil and Jessica Beatty are huge helps. They always, um, Jessica has been helping with the gallery night party bus for ever. Since its inception. Yes. And, um, Kim Cecil is, is just like a really great hardworking artist in the city. And she's really good. She's a real good person to just say like, can you help us? And she's kind of up to help with whatever. Um, and then we still have, you know, we still call on Jay and we Brandon could sit here and, and name like a hundred people that are amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really crazy, honestly, how blessed we've been. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just to kind of wrap it up, um, you guys could have chosen other cities to set up, and um, or maybe, no, I I don't know why why did y'all choose Fort Worth to to set up our tooth? Fort Worth is. I mean, it's, it's insane. People who live here understand. Like, I, I honestly don't know how to explain it. It's, we have the most amazing art museums. Like, there's nothing like this, like this city. Like, everyone is supportive. And it's, it's kind of cliche because it's, everyone says it, but it's so true. Um, I mean, working at the Modern was a real eye-opener eye to me to see how many artists were there and how many people wanted to work together and make things happen. And you might find that in a city, but a lot of it is all talk. Here in Fort Worth, there's action behind that talk. Um, and we found that out really early on. And that's why we were like, okay, we're doing this. Like, we're really doing this. Because there are people who will stay true to their word, which you can't always find. Um, and I've, I mean, not to hate on Dallas, but, I mean, it's <laughs> Dallas. There's and like a collaborative nature. Because there, there's other so. collectives since, mm-hmm. I think it's important to mention that since um, R2 started, there's several other collectives of, right. of come into fruition including like latino hustle mm-hmm. and um art luck uh, art luck and art room manana land and art room and and that we aren't ever competing against them we're, we're always still together. Yeah. like we all have different sort of focuses of what we're doing as far as making art and um putting shows together and so i think that we have a collaborative nature in fort worth that isn't isn't prevalent in other cities and I came to Fort Worth, I moved here right before 2010, and I grew up near here, um, but also lived in Dallas and Portland. And when I came back here, I was kind of like, oh, this is like a little mini Portland, but with um, the friendliness of Texas and and all these things that you don't get outside of Texas. Um, and so I was like, this is like where it's at. Like I'm about to like plant in and really dig in and and make this city I knew there was like an opportunity to sort of change things I felt like at the time and that's like within the last year three years it's just like this huge change and like energy in the city of of collaboration and artists and and all kinds of things just happening and being and a lot of hard-working people making it happen together (laughs) 
to stay up to date with Arctooth, visit arctooth.com or follow them on Instagram at arctooth. <laughs>